Hey, it's Ian Altman, and welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. On this episode, it coincides with the launch of the second edition of Same Side Selling. And over the last five years, we've had the good fortune to work with many amazing companies who have seen some pretty extraordinary results. We've seen companies grow from $14 million, $17 million to over $100 million. We've seen companies who have doubled and tripled in size in a matter of a year or two, seeing companies go from 20% to 90% of their team hitting their numbers in less than a year, um, organizations who have been able to measure tangible impact into the hundreds of millions of dollars for their customers. And across all of these case studies, there is a common set of criteria, a common set of conditions that work across all those. And if you're thinking, I'm going to say, well, the common thread is same-side selling, there is some truth to that. But there are many companies who have read same-side selling but don't get the same sort of results. And the real key to success in many of these businesses is less about the system itself and more some of the disciplines that they follow that I believe would be successful whether they use same-side selling or whether they use something totally different. And so I want to touch on some of the common threads that I see as connecting all these organizations together that helps them achieve amazing success and stand head and shoulders above their competition. And my hope is these same ideas will help you with your businesses as well. So the first concept I want to talk about is sincerity in helping customers achieve results, meaning the focus when these top organizations speak with their potential clients is not about making the sale, but first and foremost, their goal is to help their customer slash client achieve remarkable results. And what that means is that if that client or customer would be better off working with somebody else, they'll tell them that. And if they can truly help them, then they'll share that too. And that's something that you can't fake. So if you sincerely care about the outcome of the other person, that comes through as authentic. And if it appears that you're just paying lip service to an idea, but you're really focused on just making the sale, people can tell that too. And so it's critical that you take a sincere interest in the results that you're going to achieve for your clients. And that means that you actually have to have a conversation that says, what does success look like? How can we measure that together so you can hold us accountable? And merely asking those questions will help people realize that this is actually a priority for you. The, the second thing is a focus on the problems you solve rather than, rather than focusing on what it is that you do. See, the top organizations don't walk around to people and say, here are the services we provide. Do you want to buy them? Instead, the top organizations say, here's the list or the set of problems that we're really good at solving. If you have one of these problems, we'd be happy to help you. And if you're not facing one of these challenges, then we're probably not the right fit at this moment. It doesn't mean never. It just means that your focus is on solving important challenges. Think about if you were a doctor and you said, oh, hey, why don't you come in tomorrow for carpal tunnel surgery? People would think you're a quack, but if instead you said, look, if you have numbness in your fingers, if you're having these problems and those problems, you might have carpal tunnel syndrome. And for people who do, we provide amazing treatment that cures that, but most of the people, when they have an issue, it isn't even related to carpal tunnel. So 
just if you'd like me to take a look, you can schedule an appointment. Love to see you and see whether or not if you have that condition, we'll let you know. And if not, then you'll know you don't have to worry about it. That's how you're likely to attract that patient. And it's the same thing in business. We want to focus on the problems that you solve. If you don't already have your copy of the new Same Side Selling 2nd Edition, the one with the red cover, then visit samesideselling.com or go to any place books are sold. And if you do already have your copy, I would be amazingly grateful if you took the time to post an honest review on Amazon. Part of this entails the next point, which is seeing the world through your client's lens, meaning it's easy for us to have what I like to call axis displacement disorder, where we believe the axis of the earth has shifted and the world revolves around us. Instead, we want to think of it as what's going on in our client's world. So when someone hasn't gotten back to you, is it because, oh, they're jerks and they haven't responded to me? Or is it because something else may have come up in their business that's more important than the sale you're trying to make. The next thing, the fourth point for people to follow is discipline to follow a process. So many of these organizations who have achieved amazing results, what they've done better than anything else is they've established a process and they follow it 100% of the time. They don't follow it when it's convenient. They don't follow it when it's popular. They follow it 100% of the time because if you want to improve, then what's necessary is that you follow a process so that if something's not working, you know where you can make adjustments in the process itself. But if everyone's doing things haphazardly and some people achieve success and others don't, then you don't necessarily know why some people are successful and why others aren't. However, if you have a consistent single process that everyone follows – then you have something that you can measure, that you can monitor, and that you can adjust as a team. It's critical to follow this structured process. It's why the same-side quadrant journals are as popular as they are, because it gives people a structured process and, and template they can follow in meetings to make sure they focus on the right things. The last and fifth piece that we see is these top-performing organizations, the ones who are just knocking the cover off the ball metaphorically, are these organizations who emphasize consistent practice and coaching. In fact, the top organizations will spend one hour every single week practicing, role-playing, using same-side improv, using other tools to mentor their team to improve their skills. They mentor each other. They mentor their teammates. The bottom line is they are constantly in a, in a state of learning and improving their skills. It's the same thing you see with top athletes. It's the same thing you see with top performance artists. The, the first chair in the orchestra doesn't practice less than anyone else. They probably practice more. But they're the best. And they're the best because they practice that much. My friend Alan Stein Jr. has a new book out, and in Alan's book, he talks about this idea of this session he had with Kobe Bryant, and he saw Kobe practicing basketball, some very basic stuff, and he asked Kobe, well, so, man, Kobe, you're the best player in the world. Why do you practice these basic skills with such intensity every day? And Kobe said, well, why do you think I'm the best player in the world? Because he's practicing those fundamentals every single day. 
And that's the same thing in sales and business. It's not enough that you go out and meet with clients. You need to have practice sessions where you can make mistakes. Unless, of course, you'd rather make those critical mistakes when it's a real live opportunity. And I don't think you want to do that. So even though you'll see, and if you go to samesideselling.com, you will see the different case studies under the bonus content. So samesideselling.com, go under bonus content, look at the case studies, you'll see a bunch of them. And the common thread in each one of these, we have something that says keys to success. Under each one, we talk about a key to their success, things that they did in their business that led to extraordinary growth. So those five things, remember, are first, sincerity in helping customers achieve results. The second one is making sure that you focus on the problems that you solve. The third one is seeing the world through your client's lens rather than your own viewpoint. The fourth one is the discipline to follow a consistent process without fail. And the fifth one is consistent practice and coaching to develop your skills. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you think I should cover or a guest I should have on the program, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, especially your customer.